Before going on to listen to this episode, I must preface it with a trigger warning. In this episode that you are about to listen to, I will be mentioning weight, eating disorders, and other mental health issues. I will make sure to preface every episode with this trigger warning in case there is a mention of something that you might not be able to handle. This podcast is meant to be educational and mind-opening to the scary world of eating disorders and what they can do. Even though I want this environment to feel safe for everybody, please proceed to listen with caution. This show will include genuine content only. Thank you for listening and enjoy. and welcome back to Reasons for Recovery. First off, Happy New Year! It's 2022! That's exciting! I can't believe it's 2022. That's it's wild. Um, but I hope you had an amazing and safe New Year's, and you also had a great holiday as well. Last time I checked in, it, it was just a little holiday episode, uh, just wishing you guys Merry Christmas and all that. So, um, it's been a while since I've been able to sit down and do a real episode. But it's a great way to start the New Year's. (laughs) I know for a lot of you guys, you are probably preparing to go back to school or you are already back in school. Uh, So if that's you, I hope everything goes smoothly for you this semester and that you do well in all of your classes. It has definitely been a long week for me, like a very long week. Uh, Let me tell you, I am beyond exhausted, planning so much stuff for my wedding Um, if you didn't know that or didn't hear the last episode or have been checking in on me, I'm engaged now. Um, and I've been planning a lot for this wedding. Um, and it's just very exhausting and stuff getting everything together because I kind of have to do it on my own along with my fiance and like my parents and that's it. (laughs) So it's, it's a lot of work. It's a lot more work than they let you know in the beginning. So Hopefully that all goes well and I don't overstress myself. Uh, But on top of all of that, I've actually had a couple of health issues. I've been pretty sick this entire winter break, um, which I anticipated that I would get sick at least once over Christmas because typically every single year I do get sick on Christmas. But not only did I get sick on Christmas, but I also got sick basically this entire winter break, like I said. Um, So that's been a lot to deal with. It's been just like one different type of sickness after the next and um, a lot to lot to deal with. Surprisingly, none of it has been COVID. So that's amazing. But um, still been very sick. And hopefully when I get back to college, all of that will be situated and I'll be fine. Um, And I won't be so stressed out, even though it's college. But um, I don't actually go back to college until the 18th of January, so I have a little bit of time to get everything together and kind of settle down a little bit, so that's good. But like I mentioned in the last episode, I've had a crazy and busy winter break, and I know once this semester starts back up, it's either going to be extremely crazy and even more busier, or it might be a little bit of a relief. I don't really know. We'll have to see, Um, but we aren't going to think about that. Today, we are just going to take some time to sit back and relax and just learn something new for about 30 minutes today that'll benefit your recovery somehow, because that's what we need to do. And that's why you're listening, because you need to learn something new about your recovery that you probably didn't know. So, 
With that being said, let's go ahead and get into today's episode where I'm going to be talking about how to ditch the scale and why doing that is great for your eating disorder recovery. So this is yet again another big topic for an eating disorder, but like always, it's something that is very necessary to discuss. Once you have mastered what I will be talking about today, it will lead you one step closer to being that healthier human being that you need to be. I know that this will be a pretty sensitive topic for mostly all of you, but like I said a few episodes back, eating disorders are not glamorous or fun or special in any sort of way. There's nothing great about them that you want to have in your life, and it comes along with very, very scary and hard to talk about topics. But in order for me to show you how terrible an eating disorder can truly be, I have to talk about these things because some people outside of an eating disorder still fail to realize that they aren't good things to experience at all. And most people just think that this disorder is all about food and nothing else. And that's not it at all. We need to remember that so many other mental health issues can occur when you suffer from an eating disorder. And that's what I'm talking about today. So once again, the topic of discussion for today is how to ditch your scale and to never weigh yourself again to better your mental health and your recovery journey. A big part of an eating disorder recovery, especially for anorexia, uh, which is what I usually focus on anyway, is your weight and restoring it to a healthier setting. And this can be very difficult, of course, because we have that mindset uh, when you're suffering from an eating disorder, specifically anorexia, we have that mindset that weight gain is terrible and it will make us fat and ugly and disgusting. But in all reality, we need to put that mindset aside and think of how weight gain is positive in this situation rather than negative. We don't want to look at weight gain in a negative connotation in this situation because with anorexia, Weight gain is very positive. You want to have that in order to be healthier again. And I won't lie, weight gain will be extremely scary at first. And I will admit, when I started to gain my weight back, uh, when I first started recovery, it was a huge struggle. And the people that I was around that didn't 100% know what was going on with me would always make comments about my weight and didn't really understand what was right and what was wrong to say, which really made the whole process even harder than it was originally. Okay, I had to pause the recording temporarily. I know I'm in the middle of like a huge speech, but my cat just decided to get in my lap and start loving on me. So if you hear a bunch of purring in the background, it's my cat. Anyways, um, what I was saying was, uh, I told you guys in like the first episode of this podcast, um, that when I first originally started my recovery, I was so excited. I was ready to eat all this food that I had been starving myself from for so long. And I was I was prepared to eat everything, like in the first two weeks of recovery. But then when I realized that you have to gain weight in order to succeed, that scared the crap out of me. And it made things a lot harder than I thought it would be. So... I understand weight gain is going to be very scary, and I I know that. I know it will be for most people, Um, but I have a few tips that I would like to share with you guys on how to make that part of your journey easier and why doing this will help benefit your mental health and help you recover much smoother and not make it such a hard thing to go through. So when having this figurative weight of literal weight on your shoulders, it can mess with our thinking and how we can look at ourselves. 
only thinking about your weight and how you look 24-7 has never and will never be a healthy mindset for you when it comes to your recovery. When you are in recovery, you definitely do need to be focusing on getting your weight restored to a healthier version of yourself, but that doesn't mean you need to start body checking all the time and constantly weighing yourself. It just only makes things harder and more worse. So to get started, I just want to cut straight to the chase and tell you guys the number one thing that you must do in order to succeed in not weighing yourself is to throw the scale away. I cannot stress enough how important this step is. It is the first thing that you must do in order to succeed in your recovery. Do whatever you must do in order to get that thing out of your way. Throw it out, donate it, go outside and smash that thing to pieces if you have to, whatever it takes. Uh, I know that throwing it out and smashing it can be very therapeutic for some, so if you want to do that, go ahead, go right at it if you have the space to do it. Just, like I said, do whatever it takes to get that scale out of sight, out of mind. Doing this, like I said, must be the number one step in order for you to succeed in your recovery process. Without that scale anywhere near you, you won't have the temptations to step on it or to have that guilt of it just sitting there in your bathroom. It will be a huge weight lifted off your shoulders and it will feel like smooth sailing from there because you don't have that stupid machine there taunting you and looking at you all day long. So to go along with throwing out your scale in general, if for some reason you can't get rid of it, Another thing that you can try is just hiding it or putting it away somewhere where it's just out of your sight. You know, out of sight, out of mind. If you can get someone to hide it from you so you don't know where it is, do that. If you think the only reason that you use the scale so much is because it's just right there in front of you, put it away so it's not in your sight, tempting you 24-7. For most people... The only reason that it is so tempting to use that scale is because it's right there in front of you, taunting you and telling you to step on it. So for some, instead of completely smashing it and throwing it out, you might just need to keep it out of your sight and that might be all you need. So if throwing it away completely isn't just an option at all, uh, just try and hide it away or put it away somewhere to keep that thought out of your head. Some people have a little bit more self-control than others when it comes to the scale, which is why I said you can either smash it or just hide it away. For some, like I said, it's too hard to keep that scale in their house, which is why you just throw it away in general. But for others, they might have the mindset that if it's just out of their sight, it's out of their mind and they don't have to worry about it. So just putting it away is good enough for them. Personally, for me, I was tempted by the scale every single day, and I would weigh myself multiple times throughout the day, even in the beginning stages of recovery. What I ended up doing was taking the batteries out and throwing them away, and then I also put the scale up in like the, the bathroom cabinet or something just to keep it out of my sight. That way, if for some reason I got so tempted to get that scale back out, there would be no batteries in it, so it wouldn't even work. So, you could approach this a number of ways, depending on who you are as a person. So, do whatever works best for you and your needs. Do whatever is going to benefit your recovery the best. And remember, you are doing this recovery journey for you and your health. It is what is best for you and your future. So, do what needs to be done with that scale in order to move forward. So another thing that you can do to stop worrying about your weight and the scale is to get a helper or an accountability partner. 
Someone in your life that will dedicate themselves to helping you at any time possible. Even if you might not think it, there is somebody out there in your life that's willing to help you in your recovery. There will always be someone out there who wants to support you and get you through every obstacle. It is proven that you can stop a bad behavior if you have someone there to help you out. Remember how I told you guys a few episodes back that you cannot go into recovery alone? It is the same idea here. You can you cannot go into this step of recovery alone. It is honestly nearly impossible to do that. If you have someone there to help you at any time, your bad behaviors will go away quicker rather than if you were to solve it on your own. They will be there to tell you that they love you and they support you and will do anything to help you stray away from weighing yourself so much so that you can be better with your mental health. And that is the key in all of this, bettering not only your physical health, but your mental health as well. While your physical health is definitely important here, you still need to keep in mind that this disorder is a mental disorder and something that should not be taken lightly. It is important to nurture it to better health. You can't feel good about yourself physically if you mentally do not feel okay. These two things are synonymous with each other when it comes to an eating disorder recovery. So keep a person in mind that you can always have on call whenever you need help with your weight and the urges to use that scale. That person or group of people, whoever it may be, can help you get to the goals that you need to reach. Because remember, you cannot and should not do that all on your own. I can never stress that enough. Because if you try to do all of this on your own, it's just going to lead you into a relapse super quick. Because you cannot rely on yourself, a sick person, to help you get through your own recovery. You just cannot do that. It does not work. I don't care what anybody says, it does not work. So for this next tip, um, it might be better for the listeners who are more hands-on and like to write out things. So if this is you, then this next tip is a must for your recovery. So something that really helped me out a lot was that I wrote how I was feeling about my weight and what I was needing to do. So... Something that really helped me out was that I wrote out how I felt about my weight and what I needed to do in order to get better and have better feelings toward my weight. Basically, I kept a journal that I wrote in whenever I felt the urge to hurt myself over my weight or try to find a way to weigh myself because if you are so deep into an eating disorder, sometimes you don't need a scale in order to weigh yourself. I remember it got so bad to the point where um, if I didn't have a scale on hand, I would take a tape measure and I would like measure every inch of my body and then try to calculate how much I weighed based off of the inches from my body, which is a thing. You can do that. So you definitely can you know, find out ways to weigh yourself without a scale. Um, But in this journal in particular, I would write down how I felt at the time and how I could better myself from these urges and feelings that I had on weighing myself and trying to figure out what my weight was when I was trying to also get rid of how I felt about my weight. I wrote down the urges and how they were affecting me negatively and then how I could make the situation positive and how I could act upon this in a positive way. 
So for example, if one day I really felt like trying to weigh myself, I'd go to write in this journal all the feelings that I had about weighing myself. I'd write down all of the negative things that I was feeling and how they were hurting me personally. Then, when I was done getting all the negative out of my head, I wrote down how not weighing myself would be a good thing, and I would write out all the reasons why it would be better off if I just didn't do that. The key here is to write out all of your negative thoughts and end it with positive thoughts. That way, you are throwing out all the negative stuff in your brain and replacing it with positive things. So, going into your writing, you feel really, really bad, but after you've finished, you feel revived and so much better because you wrote out all of those feelings and replaced them with better ones. Like I said, this will work really well with the listeners who are more hands-on or like to write or journal. But even if you aren't that way, this is still a good way to start. Doing this will help increase your mood, and it is a great way to track how you feel and how you can change that feeling. It can really help you prioritize and acknowledge how your feelings are hurting you and your recovery, and how you will be able to work on that and strengthen it. So, if you aren't much of a journal person, trust me, this is a great way to start. It's not only a mood booster for your recovery, but also in any other place of your life. There could be things in your life outside of your eating disorder that are hurting you and probably affecting your recovery in some sort of way. And if that's true, that's something that you can practice, is just writing all that out as well. Because if you do that, it will have the same effect as writing about your weight and how it makes you feel. Knocking out those negative feelings through writing it down and journaling things is such a helpful thing, and many don't understand that until they actually try it out themselves. Now, the last thing that I want to talk about is something that I've talked about in many previous episodes, and that is talking to yourself in a positive mindset and giving yourself positive affirmations that will tell you that everything will be okay in the end. This is a tip that I always suggest because it helps anybody with any situation if they practice hard enough. In order to conquer your bad habits of constantly weighing yourself or anything relating to your weight throughout your recovery, you must conquer the thoughts that come to your head first. In your recovery, there will be thoughts that trigger the habits and thoughts that will tell you to act on something that you really shouldn't. Most of the thoughts throughout your recovery is obviously weighing yourself or thinking that you're disgusting or fat for not weighing yourself. But what you really need to practice throughout your recovery is giving yourself a positive affirmation to soothe your thinking and to stray your mind away from those negative feelings that an eating disorder can bring. Take into account what those thoughts are that are telling you to weigh yourself or what are the thoughts that are telling you that you're fat or ugly or don't look good now that you're in recovery. Instead of acting on those thoughts, counteract them and give yourself a positive thought instead to push that initial negative thought out of your head. For example, if you find yourself thinking about your weight or weighing yourself, Tell yourself that there is no need for that because your body is becoming healthier day by day and strengthening itself to become a better body. And the scale will only make that worse. Tell yourself that a number does not define you and what the scale says is none of your business to know. Another example, 
if you find yourself saying that you are fat or telling yourself that you are a disgusting person, tell yourself that you aren't and that you are beautifully and wonderfully made and whatever your weight is, it does not define who you are as a person. Tell yourself that whatever that scale reads, it doesn't determine if how nice you are, how smart you are, if you're fun to be around. It doesn't tell you your personality, which is why it's better to not fool with it. Tell yourself you are not fat, you are striving to be a healthier you, and that by the end of this recovery, you will be healthy and happy, and everything negative that you ever thought about yourself will be in the past. Apply these affirmations to your daily life and create them to apply to you and how you feel. Don't base it off of somebody else or what other people are saying. Base it off of what your emotions are only and how they will actually benefit the way that you are feeling. There are many other tips that you can follow and apply to your life that will help you ditch that scale and never weigh yourself again or worry about your weight. I used all of these tips myself, and I haven't weighed myself since August of 2020, and now it's January 2022, and I never plan on weighing myself again for any reason at all. And I won't lie, it's still very tempting on some days to weigh myself, but I just put these tips to good use and use them to stick around long term. A lot of people ask, uh, what about when you go to the doctor and they weigh you? What do you do? Um, because when a lot of people go to the doctor, you are asked to step on the scale and uh, they assess your weight. Uh, and a lot of people get freaked out over that and they don't really know what to do. So when you are in recovery, it is completely normal, you know, that you're going to the nutritionist or the doctors a lot and they are tracking your weight. Um, but if you don't want to know anything about that, if that's just absolutely triggering to you. What I always do when I uh, get to the scale is that I get on it backwards and tell them beforehand, hey, I don't want to know or see my weight in any sort of way. And when you're going to the doctor for any other normal thing, like just a sickness, the same thing applies there. You can be open with your doctor and they will completely understand if you just let them know, like, hey, I don't want to know my weight. Um, you don't have to get detailed with them. Just let them know that that and they will understand you. Trust me, it doesn't sound normal, but it actually is completely normal and doctors will not bat an eye if you say that to them. I've done this every time that I've been to the doctor since August of 2020 and I will continue to do that uh, to the day I die. And um, I do that because I don't need to know my weight. Like what's the use? I don't need to know it. Um, that's none of my concern and it will stay that way. So whenever you go to the doctor for any reason it may be and they ask to take your weight, just step on the scale backwards and just let them know, hey, I don't want to know what my weight is uh, and they will be completely okay with it. So there you guys go. That was my take on how to ditch the scale and forget about your weight as you're going through eating disorder recovery. It can be very tough and hard to deal with at times, but again, you will come out so much stronger and happier in the end when you put these tips to use. You never know what the outcome will be until you try it, so don't give up while you're ahead. Go ahead and start applying these tips in your life and noting the outcomes of them. I know that weight in general, like I said, is an extremely scary thing to think about and to talk about and to just 
have in your head lingering all day long. But you need to take action here and actually use these tips and other tips that can help you get that mindset out of your head. If you just look up like ways to stop worrying about your weight, you will get so many more tips and ideas uh, than what I gave you here today. These are what I personally put to my use and they helped me. I only ever really tell you guys tips that I've personally used myself and I have seen results with. I don't really talk about other tips that I've never used before because I don't have personal experiences with them. So I wouldn't really know. Um, and I have no say so to tell you guys a tip if it actually doesn't even end up working. So if you want to take some time to learn some more tips and some more tricks um, on how you can really ditch your scale and get that mindset um, out of your head, you know, just a quick Google search on how to ditch the scale and how to forget about your weight. Um, simple and easy. Lots of websites will come up when you search that. And many more tricks outside of the stuff that I talked about will be on those websites. So with that being said, like I talked about in one of these tips, you need to remember to talk to someone if you need to. You always need to have an accountability partner or just someone that you can turn to when you need that help. And remember, I'm always here if you need some help out in any way, in any shape or form, I'm here to help. If you need to reach out to me, my email will be in the description for you to use and my Instagram will also be in the description for you to use. You can DM me on Instagram and if you don't do social media, you can always email me as well. And I will gladly talk with you through anything that you might have, any questions, any concerns, any comments that you have. I'll talk with you about anything. If you feel like you are needing to talk to a trained professional or need a professional help, I highly suggest that you visit the websites in the description or call the hotlines in the description that are there to help you for any other information on eating disorder recovery or to help you with any other problems that you may be facing. Do not be afraid to speak out and reach out to these people. These professionals care about your mental health and your physical health and will not stop until you get better. So there will be hotlines in the description to specifically help with that. And I really suggest that you call them or go to those websites if you feel like that might be you and that you are suffering from other mental disorders. Because even though you'll be going through eating disorder recovery and bettering your life with food, you could still have other areas in your life with your mental health that might need to be looked at as well. So please do not be afraid to reach out to any of the websites or hotlines in the description. Please put them to your use. Please use them if you need to use them in some sort of way. It is very imperative that you reach out if you absolutely need it. So with all that being said, um, that is all I have for you guys this week. I really hope that you have an amazing new year and that all of you strive to be the best versions of yourself that you possibly can. Make this year, 2022, the best year for your recovery and bettering your relationship with food. Thank you guys so much for listening and remember to stay safe and healthy.